After Grace Travels, we are so honored that you have decided to join us in receiving God's love and embrace just for your lives today as we continue to focus prayers for our nations on love and unification each and every opportunity. Why we are reminding this world that what? Division has ended at the cross. Say it with me, family. Division has ended at the cross. It is a love and unification. Unification in the love of God that shall progress and proceed for your lives in the name of Jesus. Before we begin, we want to encourage you, as always, to declare our grace travels affirmation with us over your lives. This day, I receive total unification with God's heart that is leading me toward increased revelation and reception of not only God's heart, but God's purpose, God's word, and God's unconditional love, which identifies who I am in Christ Jesus. We're so expectant with you as always, family. We're going to jump right into today's prayer scripture focus, which will be coming out of Matthew 12 and 15. We'll be reading from King James Version and, of course, referring back to our original Greek translation. Matthew 12 and 15 reads, But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from them, and great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. And so we want to give just a bit of context here because we know that you are going to go back in your academy moments, as always, and read Matthew 12 in its entirety. However, just a brief bit of context is absolutely warranted here. So in the beginning of Matthew 12, there are some things that Jesus and his disciples were doing that were frowned upon by a group known as the Pharisees. And Pharisees are basically students of the word of God and they're students from a young age and really know the Torah really in depth. Like these people were really, really big on the Bible knowledge, right? And they had the head knowledge. However, unfortunately, lacking that heart connection for the person of Jesus. And they can be seen throughout the word of God, really quoting from the Old Testament, but it was very condemning. It was very much pointing out and pointing toward failure and people. And we already know here at Grace Travels, we are all about pointing toward Christ, right? Instead of what we are doing, what people are doing, yeah? That is the grace of God. The grace of God came to save us. So grateful for that. And if I can encourage you right here with just one thing, just one thing really quickly, it is to acquire, yes, that Bible knowledge. It is absolutely amazing. But to make certain, to not simply accumulate that head knowledge, but to have a revelation of Jesus, to have that heart connection. Mm-hmm that love for Jesus, yes. So be enriched in your minds, family, yes. And ensure that you have that enrichment for the revelation of who Christ is, heart to heart, right? With Christ to enrich, that is the fullness of enrichment for you. That revelation interpretation, oh, it's so beautiful. 
and we want to make certain not to miss the author when we are reading his word and being free to God's interpretation, God's revelation directly. Watch for that healing, that salvation, that freedom in every direction of your life. But I digress. Here in Matthew 12, 15, in the verse before, right before in 14, the Pharisees unfortunately had come up with a scheme to destroy Jesus because they did not agree with the miracles, the healings that he was doing on the Sabbath. And so Jesus newly became aware of what they were thinking, right? And so he withdrew from that place. And I want to take a moment to look at the original Greek word used here for withdrew. And of course, we appreciate your grace with my pronunciation as always, but it's seen here as anahoreo, anahoreo. And it means to withdraw, yes, as to leave room, withdraw of those who seek some other place to go back or to return, to step aside. And I love these ones, to remove from a place of deposit or to remove from use or cultivation. I don't know about you family, but that's the last thing I would ever want is for Jesus to withdraw, to be removed from depositing into my life, cultivating that which he has already established and begun within me. No way, right? If you're like me, no way. When I think about that word with Rue, I immediately think of learning, which is kind of interesting that I think of it that way, given the whole Pharisee history. But I do, I think about when children are withdrawn from classes or if you're an adult and maybe withdrawing from even a university. This definition brings more clarity to that and it's a little bit deep because it's like you're saying, nope, I don't want this to be deposited in my life, in my child's life. No, this is not where I want to be cultivated. I may not be able to grow here. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like that's exactly how Jesus was seeing this. And in saying that, it represents that there is growth and there is cultivation that's forthcoming yeah right it's like you know what this situation you know how people say it's not giving what it should be giving it's not cultivating what it should be cultivating <laughs> and guess what if it's not we can move on right family we can do like a Jesus and not only that but thinking about following after the withdrawal Matthew 12 15 and it reads here great multitudes followed him and he healed them all I love this doesn't matter what kind of past they had or who they were because they decided to follow Christ guess what healing was with them yeah and here in the original Greek just because the original Greek version of follow is known as akoluteo akoluteo and again it simply means to follow one who proceeds to join him to accompany him to side with him when I take a closer look at the definition of follow oh this one it gets me to accept as authority Hmm. and nowadays honestly when we hear the word follow we often think of 
social media or I do. I don't want to speak for you. <laughs> but I often think of social media. It is even defined in the dictionary now as to subscribe. If you look up follow, you'll see to subscribe to the feed of something or someone, which actually, now that I say that aloud, really sounds interesting in itself, to be honest. What are we feeding on? What are we consuming? What are we following? Whew. Subscribing to over our hearts, over our minds, over our soul, body, for healing. Hmm. To be cultivated, right? And deposited forth. And again, I say, whew, I pray it's cultivating what it's supposed to be cultivating. <laughs> okay, I'm done, I think. But no, I digress. Just getting back to Matthew 12, 15. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter what kind of past these people had. They sought him for healing. Jesus healed them graciously. Never asked what they did, what they had not done, if they had even repented. Never asked them to find something, right? And perfection did not matter to Jesus. All that mattered was that they had been suffering. They needed to be set free. They needed to be free from whatever was ailing them in their minds, their hearts, their bodies, their spirits, their soul, whatever was ailing them. And be encouraged today, family. Know that Jesus, when you come to him for healing, when you choose to follow Christ, he puts no demands, no conditions on that or on you. You know, sometimes I hear people say, I need stronger faith. And I think oftentimes the perspective is misfocused, if you will. And it goes back to that focusing and pointing back to self or Christ. And really oftentimes to not thinking about our faith can be a tricky and challenging subject. I think about Matthew 9, 28 and 30 really quickly when there was a blind man that Jesus healed. And the question that he asked him was, do you believe that I am able to do this and that's when he was healed it wasn't do you believe that you can see but do you believe that I am able so our faith is not really in our faith but in Jesus yeah and it really just goes back to this he just wants to heal you he just wants you free family so we're just going to pray for it knowing that Christ that Jesus he loves you unconditionally and fully oh, he wants to enrich your lives today with more of his heart for you heavenly father we thank you for just immersing us with your love with your grace today we thank you for rescuing our minds our hearts our spirit our soul our bodies to enrich our lives with more of who you are with more of your love your grace we thank you for opportunities to rest in the revelations straight from your heart. We thank you as we read your word. Your beloved heart goes forth through that reading. And we thank you for even the more revelations mm -hmm, go forth for our lives and our loved ones' lives. We accept you as authority over every area and direction for our lives, our loved ones' lives. And we thank you for just allowing for us to follow your lead and allowing for a cultivation, deposits of truth, of peace, of strength, of healing to go forth like never before, like for protection and safety 
not only for our lives but our loved ones lives no evil shall befall or come near us no infirmity shall befall or come near us we choose to rest in your truth in your word in your love for us thank you father for just building our faith thank you that you place no demands no conditions on us you simply want to heal us and make us free we thank you for freedom going forth you are depositing seeds of truth in every area of our lives truth and love and grace in jesus name we pray amen and until next time know that god loves you so much he loves you best yeah and so do we we love you god's blessings upon your lives and grace travels to you